we're gonna have probably a pretty short show today y'all we're gonna be leaning pretty heavily on super chats and donations to lead the conversation if you can't contribute those that's 1 million percent fine we'll probably just run through hell in a cell and then talk about raw last night a little bit because there was some good stuff from hell in a cell in my opinion but i thought raw last night was possibly the worst episode of WWE programming i've like ever watched in my life like i thought it was really really bad so um so that's the plan for today's show it'll probably probably be a shorter show and uh it's going to be pretty WWE heavy today so if there's anything else that you want to talk about anything like AEW related anything new japan related ring of honor whatever it is super chat donations always appreciated and we'll make sure even though it will be a shorter episode we'll make sure to address every single one of those before we get off the show today so um before we get started with that though jesse how you doing um, I'm doing good. She's been very demanding of me. Jesse told Jesse told me about this before the show. By the way, y'all, like we <laughs> came, we came into it knowing that this could this might be the case. So <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, she's been Scarlet. Scarlet, I need you to stop. I You know, Santa's watching. Yeah, he's not. I can't he see him. him. Yeah, I know. That's the whole point. I can't see him. I know. Stop, Scarlet. Well, I can't stop. I um, I'm doing really good. Mama, uh, apparently, Mama. Scarlett. I can't see anything. Apparently, five years ago today, I went viral for Mom. my anorexia story. Mom. So I'm talking to cool. you. Um, Mom, I'm talking. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, so what I'm gonna do for a minute here is I'm gonna kind of look through the chat and see kind of what's going on with everyone else for a second. Uh, throwback twenty-seven. Throwback. Hey, everybody, I'm doing throwback show later tonight. It's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern. And definitely go subscribe to his channel right now. Um, he's in the chat right now. I'm going to be on there. We're going to probably talk about uh, quite a bit of the stuff that me and Jesse are talking about today. But I'm sure we'll go all over the place. Like, me and Jesse's show today is going to be pretty hell in a cell heavy. Um, probably pretty raw heavy. But me and throwback are going to talk about, like, everything tonight. So, um, really looking forward to that. Definitely check his channel out. He has a uh, super chat. says, do you guys think... Um, and I'll talk about this later. Edge is the end game for Orton. Can't wait for tonight. Um, yeah, I uh, we will get to that a million percent uh, throwback because I thank you so much throwback. Seriously, thank you. Sorry, I it's been a week. No, I we know it's all good. Like you can you can literally as long as you need to stay muted, I can always just talk to the chat and kind of go through stuff. Like it's really no problem. No, I mean she's fine right now, but I just need her to control her hands. Mm. Um. So, and Santa is watching. Like that's a big. Yeah, Santa big... is watching, which is I'm not gonna be happy to report back. What what is... There's nothing. Okay. I can't see anything. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, she's pretty smart. <laughs> she was like, "You can't see anything. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't care. You're still gonna get the presents I want." <laughs> But seriously, thank you, Throwback. But yeah, I mean, this I thought, I thought Heck in a Cell was really good. <laughs> um, I thought, oh, thank you so much. We just got another super chat from Tim. Tim, thank you so much, and Throwback, thank you. Um, I was listening about the the thing tonight, so that's cool. Can't wait to check that out. Tim says, "I'm glad to be here. I'm new to the channel." Well, thank you, Tim. Welcome, welcome. We hope that. We hope that you stick around, and we hope that you like what you see, because we try. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. And, and Tim, uh, just so you know, you're always entitled to a question or anything you want us to read out on the air with the Super Chat. You've already sent one. Don't feel like you need to send another one. But if you have, like, a question or something you want to attach to that, um, I'll see that in the chat here, and we'll still do that for you. Like, we want to at least give you something for sending us money. So, um, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, so, I mean... I don't know if there's... Is there anything else wrestling-related at all that you would want to talk about before we get into Hell in a Cell? Because um, I don't know if there was... I mean, there was Impact... Uh, there was Bound for Glory, but, like, I did a full uh, a full review show with Sean Ross Sapp on the Fightful yeah. channel for that, where we talked for, like, an yeah. hour or so. Probably don't need to talk a whole lot about Bound for Glory, but I did think it was a pretty good show, just for what that's worth. A lot of great talent in that company, so I'll throw that out there. Yeah, Terrell. Yeah. Yep. I didn't see it. Oh my I, gosh! I was watching... What is this? <laughs> um, <laughs> she's found very sparkly thing. Um, what is that thing? It is um 
highlighter, so you put it on your cheeks. Mm. It's very glittery. Did I you like some? Okay, I did not see it. Um, I was watching football, but um, I think. Oh yeah, Sunday Night Football. It was uh <laughs> the uh, it was a good game with Seattle and yeah Arizona. Well, no, the pay per view was on Sunday. Oh, sorry. That's right. Saturday, there was a UFC event in the in the afternoon because it was in Abu Dhabi. That was a long day. That was a great day, though, for combat sports. But I would just recommend anybody, if you want Bound for Glory thoughts, uh, me and Sean cover that fully over there at Fight yeah. That's a That's a totally free podcast. Like, um, So y'all can check that out. Oh, thank you so much, Corey. It says, lots of love to you, Jesse. Good night, everyone. Good night, Corey. Sleep well. I know you work overnights, so this is bedtime. So um, thank you so much. I hope you sleep well. What is this? And I hope you feel what better. I know you've been under the weather, so. I'm under the yeah. weather. I appreciate that, Corey. And thanks for sending those uh, videos and stuff earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a very you have a very unique, random, and awesome knowledge of professional wrestling. Like yeah, you have like this. Very he's a savant of like wrestling. I was gonna say savant is kind of is kind of a good way of putting it because it's like it's like this very selective, not selective, but just like it's stuff that I really really like too. Like he's brought up like PWG stuff that I haven't seen in years, and I'm like, oh dude, yes, I remember this. This was awesome. And, like I go back and rewatch it. He brought up like Mara Fuji earlier, and I was like, yeah, man, like I gotta go back and watch more of his stuff with Kenta back in the day and all that. Like. I, I like I like just the randomness of Je of uh, Corey's wrestling knowledge, so I, I I enjoy that. Thank you again for another super chat, man. That's much appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean, we might as well just start talking about Hell in a Cell. I, I guess that's really the only the only real thing we're talking about, other than like Raw, which we'll also get to uh, here in a little bit. But Hell in a Cell started off with our truth and Drew Gulak. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. you well, you okay, were you I were muted. I think. Okay. Yeah, cool. I was. I switched to my. Now the cat's up here. Of course. Now the cat's up here. Maybe. <laughs> Don't you dare. Anyways, let's get started. No. 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 Um. Oh man, this is a great day. It's a great day. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to like. I won't be able to talk like through that, unfortunately. Okay, now I'm good. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we had Drew Gulak losing to R Truth for the 24/7 Championship in like five and a half minutes. This was on the pre-show. Like, it was good to see Drew Gulak on the show, but like, this was like a straight-up wrestling match, which makes it feel like you would, like, it like Gulak would have the advantage, and then Truth just like beat him with like a straight-up wrestling move. So I thought that was like, or R Truth beat Gulak with a straight-up wrestling move. So I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised by it, but, like, I mean, R-Truth being the 24-7 champion obviously isn't surprising. Yeah, I mean, I mean, R-Truth is fun. I just couldn't get Macy down. Um, R-Truth is fun. Um, I just tried to go like this to my cat. Like, she's gonna know what that <laughs> is. Um, <sighs> come here. But, this was just weird. I don't know, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. R-Truth is silly. Yeah, just kind of is what it is. It. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that the 24-7 championship is, like, getting some spotlight because R-Truth is absolutely hilarious and deserves to be on television. Um, was this the one where they had the... So R-Truth gets attacked at the beginning, right? But there was no disqualification. Why was there no disqualification? Uh, I guess because the 24-7 title. Can't people just, like, come in okay. and... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are for this thing. I know for, like, the Hardcore Championship, that's how it was, where, like, anyone could just come in and, like, just start wrestling at any time. But there was... Well, yeah, there was that match last night, though, where they all ran in during the match, and I have no idea. Because that was just, like, a tag team match that our truth got involved, and they had, like, two matches going on at once. That was last night on Raw, yeah. and that was really fucking weird. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, we don't really need to stick on that any much longer. Obviously, like, the, the herd came out afterwards, uh, like, the ran, like, Tozawa and, uh, Lucha House Party and all that, they're, like, all running, still trying to, I mean, it's, they're just doing the same stuff over and over and over again. It's, like, the same people trying to win this title that nobody cares about, so. Um, okay, so the actual show opens. People that are there that need a paycheck. 
Yeah, basically. You just have to have something to do, I guess. When the show opened, though, like, this was... Ooh. Yeah. Like, it was great, too, because I had, like, no interest in this show going into it, aside from this match. So I was like, oh, wonderful. Like, this is all... Like, I don't even need to really pay attention to the rest of the show, to be honest. I was like, this is great. Um, I can just kind of have it on on the side when I'm doing something else. But I paid full attention to this opening match. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Uh, Reigns gets the win after Jimmy comes out and Jay basically says I quit to save his brother from getting his ass kicked like really badly and I thought this match was awesome I thought the story was awesome I thought afterwards with the Samoans coming out there and, and putting the lay around his neck I thought that was all awesome I mean like this is hands down by far the best thing going on in Raw or Smackdown by a fucking mile right now so what did you think about this match and uh, Roman getting the win and all that yeah, absolutely agree. I thought this could have been and should have been the main event. However, I was I asked the same thing on on Twitter, and you know someone said, well, they're trying to get this match in before football, before primetime football trips. I was like, oh, that's, that's a good point. Um, maybe get those pay per view. I guess well, it doesn't really matter anymore. But anyways, I thought the match was fantastic. I really wish that Michael Cole, and, Michael Cole, Michael Cole and Corey Graves would have been completely quiet the whole time because I really wanted to hear like everything that Roman Reigns and Jey Uso were saying to each other because there was a lot of banter back and forth that we didn't hear they did an okay job in the beginning of like kind of silencing themselves when they were talking but I still would have liked to hear more it was interesting they brought up like the ace bandage and just started whacking that got a little boring to be honest that was a little boring when they were like yes praise the lord um it got a little boring. Um, it got a little slow there, but it didn't matter because they were just talking to we each other, we and they were we Scarlet. And I just thought that it was fantastic. It was brutal. I loved the ending. I thought the ending was so complex, and I loved that the brother had to come out or Jimmy came out, and he's like, "No, this is what was his name? Like John? What's his real name?" Uh, Josh, I think. Josh. He's like, "This is Josh talking." That was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jake. Jake. Um, and I just, just him with the stairs. No, look at the portal, doesn't it? I just, it was really good. It was really good. And the fact that, you know, it took Jimmy coming out there for him to finally say, like, I quit. And then Roman and like the family coming down and presenting him. It just felt very, it felt like I was watching like a real like blood feud. <laughs> like it felt really cool. And it was yeah. so different than what we've usually gotten from WWE. It just had something so different and fresh and not, I don't, I don't want to say like original, but it was, it was very, I'm so glad that they like tapped into this like family lineage and kind of like the, the wrestling culture within the family, the Anoa'i family, or however you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. I, I think that that's great, and I think it's also a really good like learning lesson for a bunch of like, while wow, they take this really seriously, and kind of how like the Samoan family lineage kind of goes. And I just, I, I really liked it. I really liked it. Okay. And I love how Paul Heyman is like scared of Roman Reigns, too. Yes, that's awesome. Like, he's like legitimately terrified of him, and he's like, what have I created? I just love it. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Like, Paul Heyman, because that's the thing with, like, with him and Brock, there have been moments where Brock has scared Paul, but then it, like, turned out in storyline that Paul was actually helping him the whole time. This is, like, Roman Reigns legitimately scares Paul Heyman, and he's, like, does not know what this guy's going to be doing next, and can't believe how far he's taking it. And that's another thing with this match, was Jey Uso, basically, like, Roman hit him with everything. He choked him out with his uh, his guillotine that he's been using as a finish lately. He obviously hit him with spears. He, I mean, he did everything you could imagine, and Jay would not give up until he was saving Jimmy. So Didn't Jay hit him with a spear, too, or am I, am I tripping? I can't remember. Honestly, can't remember. Um, <laughs> that look was hilarious. <laughs> she just turned, Jesse just turned, and goes, <laughs> um yeah i uh what are, what are the people saying roman Heyman in his corner 
uh, Rock with Vince or Shane in his corner. That would be big. I, I can see something like... I mean, I think it's clear they're building towards Roman versus The Rock. And uh, you can see, like, The Rock's, like, posting all these uh, videos and stuff where he's, like, in the gym. I mean, you know, I know he's always in the gym, but, like, he looks like he's getting into wrestling shape to me from what I've seen. So, like, this is... Uh, I, I'm looking forward to this because there's still a long time before WrestleMania, and there's enough time that they can play this whole thing out with Reigns just destroying these members of his family and then certain family members siding with him like Alpha, Alpha and Sika and all that and like you can bring all of this together. I would actually like to see, I don't know if this is considered a, a racist thing or not, I'm going to be completely honest, but I just think it'd be interesting. I would like to see Roman attack Samoa Joe and be like, yeah, you're the only one like not in our family from That's where I'm from. And be like, our family is better than your family kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like they're yeah. not he's like Samoa Joe's like the only one in like that whole wrestling world that like is not a, actually a part of that family but has roots to that same part of the world. Um and Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe have had matches in the past where Samoa Joe's kind of been positioned as like the one guy who has Roman Reigns figured out. So I think that that could be I, – I don't know if Samojo is going to be wrestling anytime soon, but even if he isn't, I still think it would be a good call. Or even they, – they, I think they need to at least acknowledge it. Like Samoa Joe on commentary, even just some sort of mention of like – like, and he might be doing this. I might not – I might be missing it. But like I think Samojo should really be putting over the Anawai family and that kind of stuff. And because he also is Samoan, it, it, it means more, I think. Um uh, Terrell says I'm black and I don't find your comment racist. Okay, I don't. And obviously, I don't mean no, it to I be think racist. A lot of people were thinking the same thing too. So, I think a lot of people were thinking the same thing. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, I think it would be amazing for Samo for uh, Roman Reigns to literally look Samoa Joe right in the face and be like, "You call yourself Samoa Joe, but like, I'm the best Samoan wrestler. Like, you can't call yourself Samoa Joe. Like, you represent all of Like, no. Like, I'm the one who represents us. Like, and make him acknowledge him. You know, like, that's Roman Reigns' whole thing right now is, like, acknowledge me. And, uh, and yeah, I think it'd be really good. So, yeah, Roman Reigns been absolutely killing it. Uh, only, uh, I shouldn't say only, but by far the most interesting thing going on uh, on Raw or SmackDown to me right now, by far. After that, we had something I'm really uninterested in. We had Elias defeating Jeff Hardy uh, by DQ. You have any thoughts on? Uh, well, no, Jesse's a little busy at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear that. Um, let's see what. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead on y'all chat. What do you, What do y'all think about this? No, give me, give I mean, me some I'm thoughts. Good. I'm good. What is going on, Elias and Jeff Hardy? Yeah, what are your thoughts on the match? It's pointless. I didn't need it on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, John Morrison, The Miz, defeating... So I really didn't like this. Like, um, The Miz winning the Money in the Bank contract, I think, is, I mean, a, a big mistake. Uh, I I don't know what the... I mean, do, is anyone clamoring for Otis versus Tucker? Like, this is going to be some great feud? Because Tucker turned on him. Spoiler alert. But, like, that's how The Miz wins this match. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, so we're just back. What I mean, that? why? What I have was no the idea. Point? What was the point of turning Tucky, Tucker, whatever, on Otis when they're on separate brands? Like, why? Why? Like, this made no sense. Why? Like, it makes me so mad because I love Otis, and I get that basically because Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre was, and now... Um, and Roman Reigns is the champion that it doesn't seem logical that Otis could really be champion against those two guys but why not just wait why give it to the Miz why you just completely invalidated money in the bank like seriously yeah it's strange because like Morrison is just kind of like his sidekick now I guess like the Miz is the one with the, the briefcase and like, so it doesn't really give Morrison anything to do other than, like, protect the Miz, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know, like, do you, like, do people, like, what, like, to me, they're like, oh, we need to get the Bunny in the Bank briefcase off of Otis because he doesn't seem like a credible champion. Let's put it on the Miz. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. What they should have, okay. what they should have done is put it on somebody that, like, could viably actually win like 
because well, here's one thing is like they're they're going to be building up to this Randy Orton versus uh, Roman Reigns like champion versus champion thing because they're going to be doing like all the champions versus each other at, at our Survivor Series. But I, for some reason, I don't see them actually going through with Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton because it's like two guys who are like similar characters. You know, I find Roman Reigns to be a lot more interesting. Yeah, but yeah, and not just like heel versus heel, but it's like the top heel on each brand who like neither fans should not be cheering for either of these guys in any way, shape, or form. Like, I and, and like then with like the Miz getting the money in the bank, I'm like, okay, well. I mean, I could see Roman Reigns just crushing the Miz, but like you wouldn't yeah. want to have him as the champion in doing that. Um, Drew McIntyre beat the Miz last night. Like they, like the uh, Miz wins money in the bank, then loses just straight up to the former champion. Um, and then what's the point of taking the money in the bank briefcase off of Otis? Yeah, unless they're protecting Otis for some reason that we don't know. I mean, they would have to do a complete revamp with him, though. Like, I mean. Like, he would have to just completely destroy Tucker. Um, and then, like, they have to really build him. Without that briefcase, yeah, I don't I don't know. Because we were talking about it last week. Like, I thought that Otis having the briefcase was strange just because, like, I didn't see him being a credible threat to Drew McIntyre or, um, and still say the same about Randy Orton now that he's a champion, or um, Roman Reigns. I just didn't feel like there was, like, you know that Otis had any chance of, like, actually beating either of those guys. But, like you were saying, I don't, like, I feel the same about The Miz. Like, I feel like Otis has a better chance than The Miz does. Like, uh, I'm not sure what's going on over there. Uh, Tucker turned on Otis. Uh, that I didn't know. Bad creative. Why? Um, uh, yeah. I thought it was bad creative also. I don't know. She's just crying over everything today, so... Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Uh, we're just going to move on to Sasha Banks and Bailey. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I which was really good. A controversial opinion. It was really good. I do have a controversial opinion about this. I don't think it was that great. I think it was really good. Do not get me wrong. I thought they brought it. I thought it was, I thought it was definitely better than um, Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Definitely. I think it could have been the main event. I think it should have been the main event because um, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso did the main event, so I think it should have. But I'm just over it. I've seen them in the Hell in a Cell before. I've seen them go at each other. Like, I've seen it. I've seen it. It was great. Do not get me wrong. It was fantastic. It was top-notch, five-star women's match, best women's match of the year. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, I just wish that I would see, like, Maybe you know you know Becky Lynch had a good match with wasn't it with Sasha Banks? In the I can't remember. Cell? I know I remember Charlotte doing one. Yeah. I just can't remember exactly to be honest. I don't know, and I know it's like super controversial, but it's like they've been feuding or like together, and we knew that they were gonna separate and feud. Like we knew it was gonna happen. It's happened before. I don't know. I like. I don't want to be like a, a party pooper or like a bummer. I just was not. I mean, it was a great match. Like I said, props to these women. They brought it. There, Sasha Banks looks incredible. I feel bad even just mentioning her name because I don't feel worthy because she just looks amazing. And Bailey looked good too, but it's just, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm just grumpy because I'm pregnant, but I was like, I just want something different. Well, I think part of what the problem of that is also is like there's three Hell in a Cell matches, and like, even though Sasha and Bailey was good, like, Roman and Jay I thought was like fantastic. Like, you couldn't... Nothing on the show is going to be able to live up to the first match. Like, there was yeah. no way. So, I think that probably might be part of it, too. Because I thought this was a good match, but I also understand what you're saying. I mean, that, there's been yeah. plenty of matches where, like, everyone raves about it. And I'm like, I thought that was alright, but, like, I don't know if it was, like, the best thing I've ever seen. You know, maybe it's because it was in front of a crowd. That might have something to do with it also. And that has taken away from just, like, certain storylines in general, to be fair. Yeah. So... And I just, but, like I said, I, they brought it. They brought it. It was fantastic. Sasha Banks was hitting Meteora that looked incredible. Best Meteoras I've ever seen. Like, just incredible. I'm glad she won. She didn't have to defend her. Wait. Oh, she, she won probably... the, yeah, she won the SmackDown title, Sasha. Okay, so we'll see if she defends it successfully on Friday. Um, that's the big question. Will she defend it? 
Right. Um, where she'd be able to have a successful... I really hope so. She deserves it. She's great. Yeah. No, I agree. And I thought it was the right time for Sasha to win the title, too. Like, Bailey's had it for, I think, over a year. So... Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with this. 300 days. But then they said she was close to 1,000 days. I was like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like... a thousand combined days as champion. I don't know what they were talking about, but I was so confused. That's possible with like her other title reigns, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was fine with. That. I thought it was a good match, and yeah, I think Sasha winning was the right was the right move. Um, after that, we had Bobby Lashley defeating Slapjack in three minutes and fifty seconds. Uh, I guess the uh, <laughs> what's that? Why? Why? Yeah. Well, because so the the funny thing about this is. So Lashley was going to defend his U.S. title, and mm-hmm. we didn't know against two. And it was up to Retribution to choose who was going to wrestle Lashley for the belt. Jack was the sacrifice. Uh, yeah, I get. I don't know how. I mean, I'm going to talk a lot about Retribution here in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say, like, I mean, this did them no favors. Obviously, Lashley with the uh, the full Nelson, just I mean, just like he did on uh, T Bar. Uh, a couple weeks ago or whatever. I mean, he just, just just straight up, like, Slapjack sucks. We all know he sucks. I mean, uh, let me separate yeah. this. The guy, Shane Thorne, the wrestler playing Slapjack, has done really good stuff. He's been a good tag team wrestler. Like, I've seen him wrestle for quite a while. I think he's actually talented. But the character, Slapjack, sucks. Like, the character sucks, and hit the character as a wrestler sucks. Like, he, like, he, this guy, the whole group sucks. Like, but I, I'm going to have to... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else to say. Last we just just swashed him. I mean, that was it. So yeah, it was embarrassing. It was shameful. It did not make retribution look good, and they never have. It is a shame because they could have been great. Like when the lights would go out and stuff, and all the chaos would happen. Yeah, it was corny, but it was cool. It was different. And now they just look so silly like slapjack clearly can't see in that mask <laughs> clearly could not see he's like hugging bobby lashley because you can tell he's like this mm-hmm. oh you can't see me but he's like uh-huh like touching him like this he's feeling like, okay where like, he he'll be a hug. and i even mm-hmm. went oh you gave him a hug like that yeah that's what that that's what slapjack was doing like that pretend you don't have eyes <laughs> yeah just like that that's what he was doing uh, okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah what was what was even worse was after the match, fucking Slapjack gets his ass kicked right in this match, and then Retribution yeah. attacks Lashley, and Lashley yeah. fights all of them off himself. Like he didn't even need the help of the rest of the Hurt business. He he just starts taking everyone out himself, and then they just kind of came out anyways, yeah. and we're just like standing there with him. But it was like a plot hole. Like I don't know, if Bobby Lashley like just called an audible there or what? Like. It was kind of like, oops. Yeah, <laughs> that was everyone ho- noticed that. That was hilarious. Um, yeah. So bad. Oh my god, yeah, terrible. And then the main event, we had Randy Orton defeating Drew McIntyre to become the new WWE Champion in a Hell in a Cell match. This match went a little over a half hour long. Uh, I mean, I thought it was all right. I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was good, but it's like we we saw Roman and Uso earlier. Nothing yeah. was going to top that. I, that's just kind of going to be a running theme here. And I did think it was kind of funny that at the end you could see exactly where they were supposed to be standing. Like they had the setup for like the feet, the feet placements on the for the draw. I didn't see that. Oh, they have it on the the board, like the LED ramp. Well, they had it on the uh, so on the cage itself. They had uh, like what looked like four. It wasn't even holes. It was four, uh, four like square, uh, like clear like i don't know what you call them like like just uh well no no it was like uh i I saw on when they were standing on the um on the edge on the side of the cage they were like standing on a little ramp yeah that's yeah that's what i'm talking about we're talking about the same thing like see here yeah like you can see it like like here they're right here they're where they're standing yeah i noticed that yeah which i was like Okay, like right when I saw that, because I saw I noticed those before they got to him, so I was like, "Oh, that's where someone's gonna be falling from." But 
outside of that, like, I mean, I guess they're trying to make it safer for him. I guess I can't be really that mad about that, but. Yeah, which is, I'm, I don't have a problem with them being, but they did, okay, here's the thing, though. They have this big spot where they, where Drew falls off the cell onto the announce table and they missed it. They missed it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. They missed the fall. They just show a replay. Yes, they did. Yeah, I know. No, they didn't. You see, they missed it. We didn't see it. Really? <laughs> yeah. If, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Like, that's the biggest spot in the entire match. WWE and... show. And 100. Yeah. She's like, yes, we did see it. I'm like, you're a show. A WWE you're show. 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 You, even, you. you even watched Dynamite? You. you. What? You, did she even watch Dynamite? Do you watch? Do you watch Dynamite? No. Yeah, you do. You're forced to. You like AEW or the mommy's jacket? You don't. Do you like WWE? No. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> do you like pro wrestling at all? Or? Do you like wrestling? <laughs> no. See, if that makes sense. Then why she wouldn't like either? Do you like ice cream? Okay, now she's lying. Okay, yeah, she's uh, just, just playing a game. Well, AW rules. AW rules. Um, we're not gonna go through Raw. I just wanted to just talk about retribution oh, for a minute. All right, so this is the worst group in the history of pro wrestling already. Like, I know that there is, there has to be some sort of plan for like all these losses to lead to some sort of big win for them. Like clearly at some point that has to happen. It has to because, but, but it's like all I'm picturing, like is them just getting their asses kicked every week. And then like all of them sitting in like a locker room with their heads down, like with like Mia Yim, like serving them like orange slices and juice boxes, like Capri Suns and just like, Oh, you know, we'll get them next time guys. Like, this is just the saddest group of losers. Like, you, they can't, and the thing is, like, Ali cuts this promo last night where he's like, yeah, all we care about is hurting you. We don't care about getting wins or losses. We'll win when we want to win. And it's like, yeah, but you're getting your ass kicked also. Like, you're not, like, you're getting, you're losing and getting your asses kicked. Like, they had a match last night where the Hurt Business beat Retribution, Ali gets disqualified to lose it for his team. So the team loses. And then he runs away scared. It's like, this is the worst group. This, this sucks. It's terrible. It's a party of five here. Yeah, there's a lot going on on the screen over there. Um, <laughs> Macy's butt's in her face. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know if anyone in the chat has any thoughts on this, but I think Retribution is literally the the worst. I mean, this is just, it's just so bad. Like, it's it, literally just, it's a dang shame because, it's a dang shame because Ollie deserves to have, like, a faction behind him. Like, when they, I need to be quiet. When they brought him as the leader, I was like, this is it. This is what Retribution needs. And he just looks like a ding-dong. He looks like a ding-dong. He's like, we're tired of this. Like he's he's really good at cutting promos. How tired he is. Yeah. And but then he just goes out there and he like stumbles like a fool when he gets intimidated. And he goes, uh. It's like I wouldn't like Uh oh, that's okay. It's just I just I feel and then oh my god, Mia Yim like doing an interpretive dance in the middle of the ring. Like oh, what was that? I forgot all about that. What was that? I compartmentalized what that into that? my a part of my brain that I never wanted to revisit. Yeah. That was yeah. like, I know it's a distraction. Like, you know, like, but, yeah, but seen, like, yeah, it's still, no, I know, I get it. Basketball <laughs> and they like get down and bark like a dog or yeah. whatever, and then like distract them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, come on. What is, it's just a joke. And it's like so infuriating. If I want, I want retribution to be good. I want retribution to succeed. I want them to be intimidating. I want them to be a force to be reckoned with, but they're not. Right. They just look like ding dongs. They've never won. They're uh, zero six. I can only imagine like, like what it, what the Donovan Dijak would have had to make a real decision. I feel like if like prior to his signing, they would have shown him this and been like, "Yeah, we're gonna eventually make you this." I, I, if I'm him, I'm like, "Yeah, thanks, but no thanks." I'm gonna go ahead and sign somewhere else. I think. Um. So because like Donovan Dijak is like one of the best 
wrestlers like in the world right now, but he's just doing yeah this. Um, and none of them, and, and none of them, they're all having masks with their pro- like problem with their masks. Like you were talking about Slapjack, which was a great point, but like uh, Mace with his like Predator fucking thing, he's like constantly like readjusting it and like. Uh, what's funny too is sometimes they land face first and you can tell that they're not used to like taking bumps face first with these masks on so they're like landing and like you know that like normally without the mask like nothing they just they just be missing the ring but they're falling face first with these giant masks on you can see them like hitting the like, like actually like the, like the mask into the ground That's and the mask funny. probably going right back into their face and they're like what the oh fuck you know like it's that is it's, so funny it's so i need bad. to pay more attention to that because i just here's the thing like i like have empathy for them so i like feel bad so i just kind of like close my eyes a little bit so i don't really like pay attention but now i want to pay attention and i want to add my own sound effects in my head like cartoon go. sound effects that would be so funny yeah kinda, that if, would be hilarious yeah you should do that there is yeah, uh that's... Yeah, it's just um, it's just so bad. No joke. After I posted that my anorexia post went viral, I literally just got a text. Jessica lose thirty five pounds in five weeks. Oh wow! <laughs> Talk about timing <laughs> on that. Jeez, no thanks. I'm better at that than any freaking app could ever be. Trust me. <laughs> but yeah, uh. like anyway. Sorry, that like threw me off. I was gonna check to see if anything's going down on the internet. But um yeah. Um, you wanna talk about the last segment? Did you sure. watch the last segment? Yeah, um where basically uh Randy Orton ran away from Drew McIntyre, then the fiend stood behind him, so then he ran away from the fiend. Stood behind him for like a thousand years. Yeah, yeah, I just stood back there for like forever. What? Yeah. Was Alexa trying to be Chucky? That's what... Straight up dressing like a toddler. Th- that is what I thought when she... I literally okay. thought Chucky from Child's Play. So I think... That's what I, I think, thought too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... great. But I just... I learn much sometimes. When it's also like... Okay, so now the Fiend is like helping Drew McIntyre. That's what I was thinking! Because he did it earlier! Yeah, the fiend. Like, they're going to make the fiend. I promise you. I've been calling this for a minute. They're going to make him like this. Mm-hmm. It's like they kind of did it with Kane before, where it was like Kane started having feel like him and Tori were like together. They they oh, X Pac no. Tori Christmas story, and it was like the whole. I totally see something like that happening where Kane. It's like now Kane's getting feelings and or sorry, not Kane. Now the fiend is getting feelings, and we're going to see this. Weird love angle. I really don't. It, this it is exactly where this is heading. I will put any amount of money. This is the WWE we're talking about. That is that is for sure. It's gonna be the Fiend and Alexa Bliss and this weird love thing that's gonna and they're gonna treat him like a baby face and he it's he's gonna have a full on baby face turn and it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. It's already bad. It's gonna get worse. Strap in, everybody. Oh man. That I thought. I mean, to be fair, I do like the Firefly Funhouse things very meme worthy. I did love the callback of yeah um, with the fire. With the fire, that was great. That's why I do like Bray Wyatt's characters. Every character he has, his characters don't forget, and I think that that's great. And obviously, kind of breaks the wall because he kind of changed a little bit. But I like the fact that Bray Wyatt doesn't forget. He, he makes things make sense, you know, and he always calls it back. And I love that WWE lets him do that because yes. I feel like a lot of other people don't. And he was really playing into that. You know, um, Alexa Bliss was like, you really burned the house down at Hell in a Cell. You know, obviously, clearly talking about the uh, Wyatt family compound, whatever the heck it was, back in the day. That poor man always has his stuff set on fire. Seth Rollins did or <laughs> Daniel Bryan or one of them. Thing. Yeah, but you're right I though about the that. callbacks. It is. It is. Yeah. He's one of the few characters that has like that they actually allow to do that. So I. That's a. That's a very good point. Yeah. So I do love that. I just. 
I, I do like it. It's, it's probably the most interesting part of Raw. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I, I just really wish Roman was on Raw because I don't watch SmackDown. So, like, uh, it's yeah. like all I... I might just start watching SmackDown and, like, maybe I'll start watching SmackDown because maybe this has worked. Maybe it worked on me. I'm going to watch SmackDown now because Roman Reigns is just killing it so hard. He is. I'm really excited for SmackDown. Well, I'm not really. shouldn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> They got a good roster. They do. I'm. It's getting. See, the problem is the Big Ten has Friday night games now. Right. And so I like really like to watch those. However, I will pay attention. I really pay attention. I pay kind of attention last week. Yes, honey. Uh, Daniel Price. I was found with the Whale Mercy version of Bray. Dude, that was my favorite version of him as well. Though, like, just kind of the backwoods cult leader. I thought that that was, uh, like, I was actually there at WrestleMania 30 when he lost to John Cena, and I was, I was devastated because like they had done such a good job with that character. I really thought he could have beaten Cena that night, and then went on to be the one to break the Undertaker's streak. I thought that that was like what they should have done, but oh not. yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah. I mean. What else? Ha- is there anything else that happened on Raw that like? I mean, no more Raw Underground still. So <laughs> there's yeah. that. Um, I like my two ant eaters or whatever the heck they were fighting. That was funny. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Lana winning all the time, going <laughs> through a table every single week. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I will. I I'll throw this out there because I I think Raw's just been god awful. Like just one of the worst. Just. The only reason I'm paying any attention is to give us something to talk about when we do these shows on Tuesdays. That's literally yeah. it. And <laughs> and the one highlight that I can rely on each week at this point is Lana going through an announce table. I I love yeah. it. Like it is so stupid and but it's like I'm not a Lana fan, so it's so it's just funny to me. Where it's like she's getting on T V but she's going through the table every week, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, can we talk about Matthew McConaughey's cameo? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That, that potato quality camera. I'm surprised oh, they don't have that listed here as like a highlight of Raw. I know. How much do you think they paid him? Oh, a lot. That was that was one hundred percent a situation where like they brought him on, they got their shot, he immediately turned around right after the camera cut off and was like, all right, go ahead and write me the check. Then he turned it off immediately. That guy was not there watching Raw. <laughs> guy, yeah, no. I'm going to find the picture. because I kids there. I'm like, your kids are really... I saw my Twitter. You can barely see it. I think I retweeted it. No. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> That's them right there. Right there. The McConaughey yeah, family. Like, <laughs> And you know what? Honestly, I'm surprised WWE hasn't done this more. Like, seriously, how can a celebrity say, no, we're going to pay you X amount of money to be in the comfort of your home, sit on a webcam for five seconds, and then be done? You don't have to come to Raw. You don't have to. Queen Latifah? Malcolm Bivs and Queen Latifah. Oh, that was Malcolm Blemish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's hilarious. I love him. Yeah. He's the meme master of WWE. Yes. He is. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's so, like, that will probably forever go down as, like, one of the most hilarious Thunderdome moments. Like, other than, oh, there were two kids that were straight up getting yelled at. Oh, really? <laughs> because there were two kids, they were on the camera, and they were like this, and all of a sudden they look over like this. <laughs> like, they, you could tell there's a Karen off camera going, what are you guys doing? You know it's past your bedtime. Why are you on the computer? <laughs> oh, wow. They were in the Thunderdome. It was uh, so funny. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that is. Yeah, I... I, I just be done, No. I really, uh, yeah, that was clearly just a, how much, I mean, I, I have no idea how much somebody gets paid for something like that, but, like, that is, they, I, would you probably get, like, 10 grand just to, like, show up on the screen oh my for a few God. seconds? I, I wish, dude, if you would pay me 10 grand, just say, oh, my God, I'd, I'd buy WWE merch just to put on. I feel I, like Matthew McConaughey doesn't do anything for less than 10 grand. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, by the way, yeah, Days of Confused, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's like, yeah. all-time classic. 
He's a Texan, just like The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. I can't just be done. Uh, ancient. Yeah, that was, uh... And I'm just saying 10 grand. It might have been way more than that, for all I know. Like, I... Like, that is kind of funny, though. How, I mean, it's a good concept, like you said, because there were people like me and you, like, or sorry, people unlike me and you, I should say, that, you know, they're kids and stuff, and they see that, and they don't realize, like, oh, but Khan is just getting paid for this, because that's the only reason he'd be doing it. But they see that, and they're like, oh, Matthew McConaughey, he's in some of my favorite movies. That guy likes Raw? And, like, that's what the, they're basically getting advertisement. You know what I mean? I so guess. I mean... I don't know, no one's, I, I mean, unless he, like, went on Twitter and was like, hey, guess what, I'm going to be that thing. Did he? Did I'm he, about like, to find he, out. I don't even yeah, know Yeah, does he have a Twitter? He's, like, trending. She's about to be haunted. Like, he on Raw. He retweeted <laughs> it. So that, you know, that's extra clout. You know, he's there got 2.6 million followers. He retweets that he was in the Thunderdome. That gets WWE exposure to non-fans. Because I don't know if there's like a Matthew McConaughey WWE crossover that I'm unaware of, but I it makes perfect sense. I don't know why they haven't done it more. I mean, they just recently started doing. Oh, that this makes sense. Why? What did he do? It says Stephanie McMahon. So awesome to see at Matthew McConaughey in the WWE Thunderdome during Raw tonight at mm. WWE Universe. Check out a copy of his new book, Green Lights. That is everything. That everyone is talking about, including John Cena and The Rock. Hashtag Greenlight's book. So this was a giant advertisement for his book. There you go. Free promo for him. Free promo for the mutual promo. Still probably got paid. But also... Oh, uh no question. <laughs> but that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, he's had a book out. And they're trying to get the word out on that. So um, write their own books and get their free promo. Writer sitting away a keyboard for months to pay ungodly amounts of promos. <laughs> oh man, Gabby S. Urbanov Gabby. is salty that nobody wants to produce her book. Hashtag light. Hashtag oh. lesbian. So. That what it says? Yeah. Yes, girly quality. Yeah, I'm yeah, all for equality. Cool. I, I don't know what I just don't know what am writing is, but oh, lesbian wrestling erotica. So these are. Yeah. Oh. I wonder what she writes about. Hey, you know what? Let's give her a free plug. Let's go to her deviant art. See what she's got here. We're probably gonna get kicked off you. I'm oh, gonna no. I'm gonna double check. Oh no, that luckily there was nothing like naked there, but I, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm actually gonna put this on the screen because there's no nudity here. I just want people to get an eye because I've never seen this before. Um maybe this is why no one's buying your stuff, Gabby. That might be it. Oh my um, god. Well, I mean, there's nothing well, even hey, sexual you know happening. It's just, like, it's just okay. really bad. Yeah. Like you, know, it's... you know what? No, you know what? DeviantArt, you can have a cover thing, and it's probably text. So it's just probably, like, a cover for the, the writing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm um... not going to hate. <laughs> I'm not going to hate on it. Uh, but that's really... You know why she's salty is because she's a writer, and she's tired of... She wrote Matthew McConaughey's book. Hey, that's possible. That's allegedly. I did not actually. But, I mean, <laughs> she has a good point. She does have a good point. So. <laughs> Daniel Price. So instead of strap match, do lesbians use strap-on matches? Well, if you want to oh, see... If you want to see... Well, hey, if you want to see strap-ons in a wrestling match, you should check out from that's the collective. Cool. Yeah, there was a there was a big oh. time... Yeah, Effie, Effie versus Marco Stunt. They incorporated dildos and the whole deal. If you want to actually watch something like that, they it's actually available for you on Fight TV. You want to talk about inclusion, like... There's a little bit of everything for uh, the, you on the... Uh, I was going to Big Gay Brunch. I was going to go when it was supposed to be a wrestling year. Well, that's what you would have seen, so... Um, I would have loved it. I love I think that's great. Yeah, there was a great picture of um, of Effie with, like, a handful of Marco's hair trying to force him to suck a dildo in the ring, so that was... Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea with all the speaking out stuff going on. <laughs> well, especially because a lot of the speaking out stuff's going on against Marco's brother. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's yeah. We'll see. Um, but uh, but also I don't want to lump Marco into that by any means. Like whatever, what his brother's doing, he can't control. No. So like, um, and I do like Effie for what it's worth. He's just 
you just I'm giving y'all a heads up. If you watch that show, you're gonna see some stuff that you probably don't expect to see. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. I watched it though from start to finish. So, um, so yeah, uh, I guess if you want to yeah. just kind of let everyone know uh, what to do about like subscribing and whatnot, I'll get the sponsors pulled up and we'll get on out of here. Okay. Yeah. So um, obviously, if you have any last minute super chats or statements that you want read, I know I apologize for my chaos today. Um, we know you're. We know you're a mom, a pregnant, a pregnant mom already taking care of a mom, a child, and also, for what it's worth, like I mean, you talked about this off stream, but like, I also know that obviously Scarlett's going to be looking for like extra attention while this is going yeah. on. So I mean, it's all, yeah, so. it's no problem. It's just obviously it's just kind of hard for, like to talk when she's yelling at you at the same yeah. time. So that's yeah. really the only, you know. But we we understand. Yeah. So I do apologize for that. I'm doing my best. Uh, but it, we can only do these in the afternoon, um, and that's like right when she gets off of school, so she's all wound up in school. So yeah. I do apologize for that. I'm doing my best to try and keep her via parent and at the same time. But if you do have any last minute super chats, um, you can please, while we're doing the sponsorships, uh, please we will we'll get to them. We will always get the super chats no matter what. Um, so and we appreciate that. We appreciate the chat. Tyrone, Daniel have been very awesome today so thank you so much for that we love our chat and if you want more people that are like-minded and amazing and awesome in our chat then you need to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up that would be really that would really mean a lot to us if you give yeah don't forget to stay happy and healthy that's right yes and uniform buds as well <laughs> yeah anyways okay that's enough and then uh, so the the thumbs up does really help us in the algorithm. It really does say it tells YouTube that people are liking this and to recommend it to more like minded people like you guys. You guys are amazing. And if you subscribe, then you can get notified when we go live. Before we go live, it'll help. I think it lets you set a reminder. I'm not sure, uh, but we do kind of have to work around our schedules right now. And with football being in, it's kind of different. So if you subscribe, that way you'll be notified when we go live. Make sure you hit the little bell. So that you don't miss any notifications. So when we go live, obviously you can check our Twitter. Yeah, rise up. That's right. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'll go and pull these up. We got sponsors for the show, and always. Um. I think Jesse mentioned it too, but always make sure that thumbs up helps out a ton, ton. Um. Music, toys, and collectibles. They are the place to be if you want to get action figures, DVDs, memorabilia. Uh, magazines, everything. I mean, they got it all. They're really nice people, really fair business. They are constantly doing live sales and stuff on their Facebook page. It's very easy to do, very easy to navigate, and it's really easy to pay for your items. They just invoice you on PayPal. Super, super simple. And most of the time, they will have a much better price for these items than what you can find on eBay and stuff like that. So I would highly recommend checking them out. Find them on all social media. Just search Music City Toys and Collectibles. Also, my brother Brian Jensen, he is a boxing coach. He owns a gym here in Atlanta, Georgia called Steel Boxing and Athletics. He works with Parkinson's Foundations, and he has a wide array of things he can help you with. So whether you're learning, uh, want to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, you want to compete on an amateur or professional level, you do MMA, uh, boxing, whatever it is, he can help you with all this stuff. And also, if you have like neurological issues or anything like that, or you're elderly and like maybe some of your motor functions and stuff are kind of going on you, Brian is 100% certified in all that kind of stuff also. Like a lot of the people he helps are Parkinson's patients. And whether young or old, you don't have to be old to have Parkinson's. Like there are people who have Parkinson's in their teenage years and as kids and stuff too. So it's, he, he works with everybody from all ages. And like I said, it's everything from helping you like physically with, you know, physical, you know, ailments all the way through to somebody who like just wants to compete and try to win a world title in boxing one day or MMA. So just follow him on Instagram, boxing ATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. That's the best way to get in touch with him. And he can meet you in Atlanta at his gym or anywhere else in the city. Or he can help you over Zoom calls, Skype calls, all that kind of stuff. He can help you remotely. So hit him up on Instagram and let him know that me and Jesse sent you his way. And I promise you, you get a really, really, really good deal. And yes, Daniel Price, Michael J. Fox does have it. He's one of the people that is 
one of the most famous people that has Parkinson's disease. And he has his own foundation, the Michael J. Fox Foundation, um, which is like a really, really, it's kind of similar to like, I liken it to like Susan G. Komen for breast cancer. He's got like the big Parkinson. There's there's a lot of different Parkinson's foundations. Michael J. Fox has a really big one also. So yeah, definitely shout out to Michael J. Fox. He, he spread a lot of awareness about the disease because of how famous he was and how young he was when he got it. So um, yeah, Michael J. Fox is, a, is really big in that community for sure. Then we also have uh, WrestleRumble.com, the best website ever. So, so for one dollar, this is the next contest, y'all. One dollar entries, giving away four title belts to four different people. They're giving away the AEW replica, the NXT replica, the the OG NXT with like the big X, the classic ECW World Title, and the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. One dollar entries hypothetically speaking for four dollars you might win all four of these they did a drawing this past weekend for four belts well actually it was technically five belts and a couple cool prizes um like for halloween time and they gave those away and this is the next one and i know they're going to be doing a survivor series pick them contest also like the actual contest where you pick winners and losers and all that kind of stuff too so definitely keep your eyes on wrestlerumble.com because that is there's going to be a lot of belts, a lot of money, a lot of awesome prizes on the line around uh, Survivor Series time. So, um, I can't tell if you're... Oh, I thought Jesse was talking to me for a second. He was like looking right at the camera. Um, I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something. But, uh, but yeah, um, this, this, I mean, obviously, this, this contest speaks for itself. Uh, incredible stuff. And I think the drawing is going to be, yep, right after Survivor Series. On November 22nd, right after the show, Solid Monster, who does an awesome post show, he does the drawing on random.org, and you see it happen there live, and they pick all the winners there live, and it's a lot of fun. So you get a good review after the show, and you also wind up getting to see live the drawing for these prizes. So make sure to stay up to date with all the contests and everything that has to do with Wrestle Rumble on Twitter at Russell Rumble, and of course, go to the website WrestleRumble.com. And as with Music City Toys and Collectibles, my brother and Russell Rumble, if you ever talk to any of these companies and they ask you, hey, where did you hear about us from? If you say me and Jesse, I bet you get a really, really, really good deal. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore, that's F I G H T T A L K underscore. Another reminder that later tonight I will be on Throwbacks. YouTube channel. I believe that's throwback. Is it a throwback 27 or throwback 72? I know I have it here. Um, it is throwback 27. T-H-R-O-W-B-A-C-K-2-7. Make sure to subscribe to his channel at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. I'll be on his channel probably talking for like an hour, hour and a half about a whole bunch of pro wrestling and probably about life. I, don't, I really don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but it's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, check that out and check out all the other stuff I do. I just uh, always make sure to keep it updated on my Twitter for y'all. And Jesse, I'm going to get you pulled up right here so you can talk about your stuff as well. Yes, I can. No, you cannot do them for me. Yes, I can. <laughs> Wait. You should turn. <laughs> um, anyways, um, okay, the biggest thing is my OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Buckeye. I do not have a public instagram i do not have a public facebook my twitter is public i do not answer dms on twitter i'm not there for that noise and toxicity um so if you want to get into contact with me if you want to see more of me you know what i'm saying onlyfans.com slash jesse the buckeye same as my twitter handle obviously if you want to see me live sports obviously mostly wrestling then you can go to my were you done i'm sorry i wasn't even no i was done yeah yeah okay um Obviously, some football, especially now that Ohio State is playing, you want to see me, like, get overly emotional about football for no reason other than the fact that I'm just a diehard Ohio State fan. Uh, watch me have a mental breakdown on Twitter if you want. It's so happy. Um, so, yeah, that's the best place to get into contact with me. Obviously, the YouTube channel here. It's also a good place to reach me. Like, not reach me. Um, to find us, me and Steven. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, basically. Yep. And we'll have a contest, uh, well, a giveaway yes, for y'all soon, too. So yeah. that's coming. Yeah. 
That's coming we're soon. We're trying. We're, it's, we're on struggle bus here. I'm waiting to get off, so. Yes. Um. Oh, yeah, I changed my header. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Daniel Price, is he sleepier stone? Um, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, that, that'll, that'll be it for today. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure when we're going to be on here next because with it being the weekend and, and all the football and stuff, it's tough. So we'll probably shoot to do these like on Tuesdays. Maybe, maybe we'll be on here on Thursday if Jesse has enough time or if I'm not editing, like there, like there's always a possibility of a Thursday stream, but like usually, usually look for, uh, for Tuesdays right now, probably. Um, but that's going to do it. We're out.